Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you because your word says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, we are here in your presence to receive your word, to be instructed, to be guided, to be corrected, to be counseled, to get insights by your spirit into the word of God. Thank you because my utterance is clear. You have given me the utterance of the mighty and I speak audible words, clear words. And thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for giving wings to the words that I speak, giving understanding to the words coming out of my mouth. Thank you for the inspiration of the Spirit. Thank you because you are inspiring our hearts with pictures and possibilities of the God kind. Lord, we give you thanks that in this season, every one of us is living our victorious lives, living our lives to the full. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' holy name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. All right, so I am so excited. Um, this is episode three of the Pumpkin and Spice series. And I am so excited about, um, you know, this series because God is sharing with us things that we can use, you know, actually things that we can put to work immediately and get results for our lives. Okay, and I'm so excited about this. Um, now, I want you to particularly pay attention this, to this episode, um, especially if you are trusting the Lord for clarity um, to know what to do. Okay, if you're trusting the Lord for direction on the path to take in life, if you're trusting the Lord for wisdom on how to carry out certain tasks, certain assignments, setting projects you're trusting the lord for wisdom on how to pull in the money to pull in the resources um this is an an episode that you want to really give yourself to and i want to say that this is a follow-up episode um from what we shared on sunday which is pleroma um speaking about the fullness of god this is a follow-up episode and i'm telling you all the episodes of this series, they go together. You know, you stay full of God's word. You receive the word of God, not letting the enemy steal the word of God from you. And the pleroma, and of course, staying full. So the episode title for tonight is Stay Full. Stay Full. All right. So um, we are going to have a great time today. Now, we are going to be in Ephesians chapter number 5 and verse 18. I want us to just read that. Ephesians chapter number 5. 
that's going to be our operational scripture for this episode it says and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit read that again and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit and if you go into verse 19 which is also um, part of what we are going to talk about it says how do you be filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves so you're speaking the word of god to yourself wow you are speaking i i didn't know that this is going to start this quick that this flow is going to start this early all right you are speaking to yourselves all right you're speaking the word of god to yourself in psalm so you are speaking god's word and hymns all right which is you are singing the word of god and spiritual songs it says singing and making melody in your heart to the lord hallelujah verse 20 giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of jesus christ oh glory to god in the name of our lord jesus christ so um we are going to we're going to have fun tonight um receiving the word of god and receiving the word of his grace now of course um ephesians 5 is after ephesians 3 and remember we were in Ephesians 3 on Sunday in verse 19 where we talked about the fullness of God. And you go all the way to Ephesians 5 when he, where he now begins to tell you, all right, how to stay full. Okay, how to stay full. All right, so um, let's go to Ephesians chapter number 3 now and we look at the progression. So if you, if you follow the progression you see how paul is making his case to the church in Eph in ephesus all right he starts with talking about the power that is at work in us which is the revelation of the love of god and then he's saying at out of that love to know the love of christ which verse 19 of ephesians 3 to know the love of christ with passive knowledge and as you know the love of Christ that passes knowledge, this is how you are filled with all the fullness of God. All right? Um, the pleroma of God. Okay? You're full of God. You're filled with all the fullness of God. And I told you on Sunday that he was counted number after number. All right? Every grace that is in God is in you. Um, that word grace is actually... Um, when we say grace for grace, we're actually saying ability for ability. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, um, of his fullness, have you received in John 1 16? Of his fullness, have you received? And grace for grace, that is ability after ability after ability. In other words, there is no ability. That word grace is ability. There is no ability in God that is not in you. Every ability in your Father. All right, is in you. Praise God forevermore. Now, I'm, I'm going to be teaching you this evening. Um, and I want you to really pay attention. Get your pen, get your paper, take notes. All right, get your notes. Um, this is going to be very beautiful. 
Hallelujah. So now Ephesians chapter number three and verse 19, you know, tells us that we are, we, that we are filled with all the fullness of God. And then when you go to Ephesians chapter number five and verse 18, all right, it now begins to tell you in verse 18, um, that being filled and be not drunk with wine, where is his excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And, and you think to yourself, wait, I thought you just told me in Ephesians 3 that I already have all the fullness of God. Okay? Why are you now telling me that I should be being filled? I should be filled again. You just told me that I, am, I have all the fullness of God. Now you are telling me I should be filled with the Spirit. What? But I have the fullness of God. Why do I need to be filled again? Now, some of you are going to think, okay, Paul is sniffing on something. Paul has lost it. You just told me that I am full, that I have all the fullness of God. Did you forget? And now you're telling me I should be filled with the Spirit. Well, that's thank God for teaching. Okay, thank God for teaching because the word fullness of God is pleroma. Okay, but the word be filled with the spirit is plero, and they are two different things. They are two different things. So, one is the fullness, you have received the fullness. The other one, when it says be, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, it points to go on being filled with the spirit that's what it means in other words that word do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit that word be filled with the spirit is be being filled with the spirit in other words we stay full all right by being filled with the spirit this is powerful. So it, what it means, all right, is that we go on being filled with the Spirit. That's plero. Pleroma is that you have received the fullness of God. Every grace, every ability, all right, that is in God is in you. Now, plero is the exercise of your fullness, more like the usage of your fullness, are you getting what I'm saying? The exercise. So when, when Paul says, do not be drunk with wine, where is it excess? But be filled, but be filled with the spirit. He's saying, exercise your fullness. He's saying, be being filled with your fullness. In other, other words, stay continually filled. Or Paul is talking about being continually filled with the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there is the possibility that a person is filled with the fullness of God, but they are not exercising that fullness by staying full. In other words, by staying conscious, by, you know, being filled, continually being filled. So when you are, when you have received the fullness of God in Ephesians 3 and verse 19, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Okay? You have received the fullness of God. Now, this fullness of God came at birth when you were born again. 
when you were born again and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you received the fullness of God. Now, the, what um, Paul is pointing to in Ephesians 5 and verse 18 is the exercise of your fullness. So, pleroma is the fullness or points to the fullness. Plero is the exercise of your fullness, more like the usage of your fullness. So, Paul is saying in Ephesians 5 and verse 18, go on being filled with the Spirit. In other words, continue to be filled with the Spirit. In other words, be continually filled with the Spirit. In other words, be being filled with the Spirit. So you have received the fullness of the Spirit. Now stay full with the Spirit. Now continue to be full of the Spirit. Now continue to remain full of the Spirit. Now continue to be conscious about the, your fullness. Glory to God. So what Paul is saying in Ephesians 5 and verse 18, Paul is not, Paul is not saying that you should... You, Paul is not suggesting that you leak. No. Paul is not suggesting that there is a leakage somewhere. No. Paul is not suggesting that you can be full and then the thing will go half. And then you have to refill again. That's not what Paul is suggesting. Paul is saying in be being filled or be filled with the Spirit, Paul is saying exercise your fullness. You don't deplete Oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. The believer never depletes. But if the believer is not exercising their fullness, or the believer is not exercising the fullness that they have received, it's going to look like they don't have it. For example, if you ask any medical person, they will tell you that you can have legs, and if you don't use them for a long time, very soon it will look like you don't have them. You understand? It would look like you don't have them. In fact, when you keep your legs without usage over a period of time, I mean, over a period of time, at some point, you have to, it will look like you're learning how to walk again because you have kept those legs. You have those legs, but you have kept them unused. Hallelujah. And it has looked like you don't have those legs. So, we are full of the of the spirit of god we are born of god we are full of the spirit of god but we must learn this is what you are learning now you must learn to exercise that fullness you must learn to practice the usage of that fullness now this is the pumpkin ministry this is the endearing ministry of the spirit that adds spice to our lives so a person can be full and not be using that fullness and it will look like they are not full it will look like they don't have what they already have it will look like they are bereft of something that they already have so ephesians chapter number five and verse 18 is talking about being filled being continually filled with the spirit of god now i like the comparison that you know, Paul makes when he says, and be not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I like that comparison because it's a very vivid comparison. Hallelujah. It's a very vivid comparison. Praise God forevermore. A very solid comparison because 
it speaks to you know when a person is drunk with wine if a person comes under the influence of wine they are controlled by that influence they are controlled by the influence of wine and they do things that they would not do on a normal day so under the influence of wine they get to be able to do things that they would normally not do so now paul is saying to allow the spirit to empower you to do things in you and through you that you cannot do naturally so in other words normally speaking on a normal day you would not be able to do these things but when you come under the influence of the spirit and you're empowered by the spirit the holy spirit now begins to produce in you all right all of the things that naturally you would not be able to do so can i tell you something it's one thing to have the endearing ministry of the spirit it's another thing for the believer to attend to the endearing ministry no, ministry of the spirit it's another thing for the believer to use the endearing ministry of the spirit it's another thing for the believer to be conscious about the usage of the endearing ministry of the spirit so you are full of something use that which you are full of and use it continually now this idea is littered all over the new covenant littered all over the new covenant i want to show you the book of acts acts chapter number 13 and verse 52 acts chapter number 13 and verse 52 and then i'm going to co go back to ephesians 5 and verse 18 as i as i lay this down i will go back to ephesians 5 and verse 18 and show you a couple of things precious spirit of living god i give you thanks because light is shining out of your word in jesus holy name ephesians chapter number 13 and verse 52 now look at what it says it says and the disciples were filled with joy and with the holy ghost and the disciples were filled with joy and with the holy ghost now wait this is acts 13 remember that the first record of being filled with the holy ghost is in acts 2 and verse 4 so let's go there acts chapter number 2 in verse 4 now look at what it says acts 2 and verse 4 let's even start from verse 1 okay let's start from verse 1 so and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind and and it filled the house and it filled all the house where they were sitting verse 3 and they and there appeared on them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat on each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So this and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. It's as if to say they were all, they all received the pleroma, the pleroma, the pleroma of God, the fullness of God. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Listen, the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God the holy ghost is god so when the bible says they were all filled with the holy ghost 
it is as good as saying they were they had received the fullness of god you see because the holy ghost this is why this is a continuation of sunday's teaching the holy ghost does not come with anything that is junior to god the holy ghost does not come into the life of the believer with anything that is junior to god with anything that is less than god with anything that is not up to who god is so when the bible says that they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues this was the first baptism of the spirit this was the baptism of the holy ghost this was the baptism of the holy ghost they were they received the baptism of the holy ghost they were full of the holy ghost and they began to pray in other tongues they began to speak with other tongues now you can realize that you you see the record of how they all got filled with the holy ghost for the first time this was the first time they were all filled with the holy ghost now this infilling of the spirit is called is what we call the baptism of the holy ghost i get to what i'm saying now the question to now ask when you now go to acts chapter number 13 and verse 52 when you now go to acts 13 and verse 52 you now ask yourself the bible says there and the disciples were filled with joy and with the holy ghost you now ask yourself were they being filled with the Holy Ghost afresh every time, every time, every time? You know, every time they are being filled afresh. Every time they are being filled afresh. So what does it mean when it says, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost? Is this different from the first infilling of the Spirit? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. So this second Acts 13 and verse 52, this second one is what Paul is referring to in Ephesians 5 and verse 18. Be being filled. That is being continually filled or exercising your fullness or learning to use your fullness. So it was not a fresh infilling. Rather, it was the exercise of their fullness. Now, every time you exercise your fullness, you are full of the Holy Ghost. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you exercise your fullness. You use your fullness. So, can you see that there is a disparity here? But now, now uh, when I say disparity, I mean um, Acts chapter number 2 and verse 4 talks about the baptism of the Spirit. Acts chapter number 13 and verse 52 talks about the continuous infilling of the Spirit. The be being filled. So, be filled with the Holy Ghost is a Eurist terminology that points to the continual infilling. The be being filled. Be being filled. Be being filled. Or you put it like this, the exercise of your fullness, the usage of your fullness, all right? Or the manifestation of your fullness, the using of your fullness, the exercising of your fullness. Listen, the, the, every time you walk with your legs, that's not the first time you received your legs. You received your legs at birth but you exercise your legs you use your legs and every time you use your legs that's not the first time you received your legs but you have to continue using those legs 
do you understand what i am saying all right so let me show you just again if um, acts chapter number two and verse four was the record of how they got filled with the holy ghost for the first time this was the infilling of the spirit for the first time now remember something jesus said i am going to go and then i will send you alos paracletos i will send you another comforter all right he's going to teach you all things he's going to bring to your remembrance all things that i have taught you all right he's do you understand what i'm saying so jesus promised that hallelujah now in the book of acts chapter number two um, before jesus left he said go and wait in the upper room wait there for the outpouring of the spirit for the outpouring of the holy ghost and they did and then the spirit was poured out hallelujah and after they received the baptism of the spirit this was a fulfillment of all that jesus said and it was for the this was the first time they were receiving the fullness of the spirit now let's go to acts chapter number four and verse 31 you're going to see this thing very clearly acts chapter number four and verse 31 look at it he says and when they prayed and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the holy ghost and they spake the word of god with boldness wait were they filled afresh you see we have we have seen two scriptures now in acts 4 31 and in acts 13 and verse 52 that points to being filled again being filled again but now the question is was this a fresh outpouring of the spirit no it was not a fresh outpouring of the spirit no rather it was the exercise of the fullness that they already have and they were all filled with the holy ghost remember in acts 2 and verse 4 it says and they all got filled with the holy spirit so what infilling is this one now this infilling is what paul was mentioning in in ephesians 5 and verse 18 be being filled with the spirit it wasn't the fresh infilling rather it was the exercise of the of the fullness that they already have do you see what we're talking about so acts 4 and verse 31 points to how the same spirit filled believers were filled again with the holy ghost so they are already spirit-filled believers but they were filled again with the holy ghost how how did this happen by exercise so it's possible for a person to be full and they are not using their fullness so you are filled you stay full you are filled you stay full how do you stay full you stay full by exercising your fullness otherwise here's what's going to happen you're going to be full and because you're not using your fullness it would look like you're not full because you're not using your fullness so it look like you're not full so now people will begin to think oh i've been leaking I, my fullness has gone down no you did not go down your fullness never went down your fullness cannot go down because it's the holy spirit that you received is the fullness of god it cannot go down but you see 
your consciousness, your usage of the of the fullness that you have can begin to win, can begin to wane, can begin to dwindle to the point that it looks like you don't have it. Hallelujah. So in Acts 2 and verse 4, what we have there is pleroma. In Acts 4 and verse 31, in Acts 13 and verse 52, what we have there is plero. Alright? So one is pleroma, which speaks of the fullness. The other is plero, which is the exercise of the fullness or the exercise of your fullness. So how do we stay full? Write this down, please. We stay full by exercising our fullness. We stay full by exercising our fullness. Glory to God forevermore. Are you getting this? We stay full by exercising our fullness. Now, you know, if you look at 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6, let's go there very quickly. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6. You see something now. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6. Look at what look at another rendering of the word, you know, um, exercise. Look at this. It says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the laying on of hands. You see what I'm saying? You stir up the gift of God which is in you. So another word for Plero is stay up. Another word for stay full is stay up. So the gift of God is in you, but you have to stir it up. Other translations speaks to, let's look at some other translations. Let's see. Let's see some translations. The NLT says, that's why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid hands on you. So the fanning into flames is not when you receive the gift. You receive the gift as hands were laid on you. You receive the gift as you came into Christ. Now, let me tell you, let me just explain how this works so that you get it. All right. When you are born again, okay. You have received the fullness of God. Many times people don't understand how this works. When you are born again, you have received the fullness of God. Now, when we have these impartation meetings and we have these laying on of hand services, here's what's happening. All right. We are, impart we are imparting in you that, is, that which is already in you. In other words, what we are doing by the impartation is that we are awakening that which is already in you. So the laying on of hands is awakening that is awakening that which already came into you at birth. We are awakening it. We are causing it to, to come alive. So as hands are laid on you, dormant gifts, dormant abilities are being awoken. They are there, but they are being awoken. Now, when hands are laid on you, those things are awoken. Now, guess what? What you do from then on is to stir up, to fan to flames. All right? To fan to flames. So, so 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6, all right, talks about stirring up or fanning into flames. In other words, what, what Paul is telling Timothy is engage your fullness. 
you understand engage your fullness let the waters on the inside bubble up engage your fullness stir up the gift of god which is in you now remember look at what he says he says this is why i remind you all right let's 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 look at the king james all right he says wherefore i put thee in remembrance i remind you that you stir up the gift of god which is in you so the first thing is that you realize that the gift of god is in you is in you the stirring up does not put it in you it's already in you so you stir up i wish i could put the in in capital letters so you stir up the gift of god which is in you already you you are reminded you are being reminded that it's already in you it's not something that comes and goes the fullness that we are talking about is not something that comes and goes it comes and goes you know people think i've lost my fullness i've lost my fullness no you've not lost your fullness it's in you it remains in you but guess what it can be in you inactive it can be in you dormant it can be in you you know not stirred up so paul was writing to timothy spiritual things he was writing to him spiritual things spiritual activities stir it up so stirring up becomes a spiritual activity spending time to fan the things already in you into flame it becomes a spiritual activity so we so a person can be full of these gifts can be full of the fullness of god has received the fullness of god and is full of the fullness of god but by not staring up by not fanning into flames by not exercising their fullness by not engaging their fullness by not letting the waters bubble up by not staring up the gift that is in them all right by not using it it look like they don't have it so the fullness of god that you have received is not something that comes and goes the fullness of god is not seasonal the fullness of god doesn't come to you when you have behaved well and then goes away from you when you have not behaved well it is not seasonal the fullness you have received is always in you always there the gifts of the spirit you have received they're always there the passing of the spirits that you have received is always in you and i tell you the reason why we one of the other reasons why we know is the fullness of god when you receive the holy ghost you have received the fullness of god is because the holy spirit is the spirit of god the holy spirit is not junior to god the holy spirit does not come with a junior advantage to god the holy spirit is exactly god the spirit of god living inside of you that's why you have the fullness of god on the inside of you that you ask somebody you ask somebody who is a believer do you have the holy ghost they say yes do you have the fullness of god they say no they are not well thoughts you ask them again do you have the holy ghost they say yes do you have the fullness of god they say no they are not well thoughts because the holy ghost is the fullness of god the holy ghost has brought into your life every ability that god has every grace that your father has do you understand you have the spirit of god the very spirit of god not one who is junior to god but the very spirit of god lives inside of you 
But now, Paul is writing to Timothy, reminding him to stir up what he already has. So when you look at the book of Acts, chapter number 4 and verse 31, that infilling, that, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, is not a fresh feeling. Rather, it's an exercise of the feeling. It's an exercise of the fullness that they already have. When you look at Acts 13 and verse 52, it's not a fresh feeling. No, it's an exercise of the fullness that they already have. So you hear people pray things like, feel me afresh. There's no such thing as feel you afresh. Feel me afresh again. There's no such thing as feel you afresh. You are always full. The reason why it feels like you need a fresh infilling is because you're not stirring up the fullness. You're always full. You are always full. Feel me afresh, oh Lord. Feel me afresh, oh Lord. Feel me afresh, oh Lord. You're always full. But you look like you're not full. When you're not staring up. Do you understand what is going on here? That's why Paul writing to Timothy. Is reminding him. To fan it into flames. To fan it into flames. To stir it up. Glory to God forevermore. Now. Let's look at. Let's go back again. To Acts chapter number 2. In verse 4. Let's go back there. Wow. Are you being blessed? Acts chapter number 2 and verse 4. Look at what he says. He says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, Acts 4 and verse 31. Look at that. Acts 4 and verse 31. Verse 31. And when they had prayed... The place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. So this was not a fresh feeling. It was an exercise of their fullness. Now, I want you to imagine something. Remember that after the, the outpouring of the Spirit in Acts 2, all right, 3,000 people got saved. So it is possible that in Acts 4 and verse 31, some people in that meeting were experiencing their first fullness of the Spirit because they were not there in Acts 2. This is the first time they are coming into the service. And now that was their first experience of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So for some who were not there in Acts 2, it will be their first baptism of the Holy Ghost. But for the ones who were there in Acts 2, it's not their first. It's their usage. It's their experience of the infilling of the Spirit. It's their usage of that which they already have. So for some, now listen to me. This is very powerful. When you are in a service where you have newcomers who are not full of the Spirit, when you have a service where you have newcomers who are not full of the Spirit, their chances of being filled with the spirit comes from our own exercise of our fullness kabaya <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying if we don't exercise our fullness they don't get filled do you see what i'm saying if we are not using our fullness they don't get filled so it was the fact that there were people in acts 4 who were there in acts 2 
that now brought the experience to those who were not there so now everybody in acts 4 is now on the same level everybody is now filled with the spirit some are experiencing it for the first time others all right were there before they are exercising that which they have now those who just received it for the first time will now have to go on and continue to exercise so that other people who have never received it can also receive you see so if we are not exercising the fullness that we have of the holy ghost we are grossly reducing the chances of other people getting baptized in the spirit you know why can i tell you why the holy spirit is not here in person as per is not here in flesh and blood the holy spirit can only embody you are you getting what i'm saying the spirit of god only moves as we are yielded to him he's not here in person as per flesh and blood he lives in you so the chances of other people receiving the baptism of the holy spirit for the first time is dependent highly on your exercise on your usage of your fullness so when we talk about the outpouring of the spirit for some it will be their first time but it is because others who are masters of it others who have mastered it continue to use it that's why the experience is not missing if these guys all right who had receiving acts 2 if they if they did not use it if they did not stay full that experience will be lost so having said all of that let's now come to what is the environment for staying filled what is the environment we want to touch on the environment the environment for staying filled or the environment for staying full all right there is an atmosphere that causes us to stay full there is an atmosphere that causes exercise of your fullness all right to be easier and easier all right now let's we'll look at that in in you know different scriptures we'll look at it all right we'll even go back to ephesians 5 and verse 18. we'll look at it in different scriptures but let's look at the environment that causes us to stay full the environment for staying filled acts 4 and verse 24 acts 4 and verse 24 the bible says and when they heard that they lifted up their voice to god with one accord and said lord thou art god which made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them who by the mouth of your servant david has said why do the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things the kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the lord and against his christ for of a truth against the holy child jesus whom thou has anointed both herod and pontius pilate with the gentiles and the people of israel were gathered together verse 28 for to do whatsoever thine hand and thine counsel determined before to be done and now lord behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servant 
that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child jesus and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the holy ghost and they speak the word of god with boldness so look at this what is the environment that causes us to stay full what is the environment what is the atmosphere that causes us to stay full let me tell you what the atmosphere is that atmosphere that causes us to stay full is the atmosphere called desire desire you know some people call it hunger i call it desire you see because you don't hunger for that which you already have all right but you can have an increased desire to experience that which you already have i don't know how to put it so it is desire the atmosphere is the atmosphere to see more happen in the name of the lord that atmosphere of desire is the end is environment number one so when we say the environment for staying field number one is desire so guess what the outpouring the infilling or the exercise of the fullness that these people already received in the first place in acts 2 it came as they prayed to god it came as they prayed to god for more they desired more you see they wanted more bold preaching they wanted more healings they wanted more miracle signs and wonders they wanted more bold preaching they wanted more healings they wanted more miracle signs and wonders all in the name of jesus so that outpouring came as their desire led them to pray so it is desire that causes us to stay full this desire will lead us to pray in other words let me explain this all right let me explain this when you when you desire more all right when you desire more it will drive you to the place of prayer so the environment that causes us to stay full is the environment of desire desiring more to experience more of the fullness of god that we already have to experiencing more of the miraculous work of god to experiencing more bold preaching when desire is gone fullness remains dormant people are full but they don't use their fullness why no desire so what this means is that the apostles had seen a certain level of manifestations but they were not content with that so if they had been content to rest passively in their initial acts 2 and verse 4 experience they would not have had they would not have had the desire to ask and they might not have received you know they might not have received that experience or that exercise of the fullness they may not have received the second fullness do you understand what i'm saying is this making sense to you 
if these guys were content with what they received in acts 2 and verse 4 and they now became passive there will be no acts 4 and verse 31 that's what i'm saying and then there will be no acts 13 and verse 52 there will be none of that so acts 13 and verse 52 acts 4 and verse 31 came about as a result of the people not being passive or being content with acts 2 and verse 4 so i have received the outpouring of the spirit i've received the baptism of the spirit that's okay do you speak in tongues yes but no desire for more no desire to see more bold preaching go on no desire to see more healings happen no desire to see more miraculous signs and wonders no desire for for growth no desire for expansion no desire that the kingdom's influence spread everywhere then people become dormant so you stay full by having a desire a desire that is alive a desire that is alive this desire is going to drive you to pray this desire is going to drive you to enjoy communion with the holy ghost you see the endearing ministry of the spirit to us has planted desire in our hearts look let me tell you when the holy spirit begins to perform his ministry to you one of the things he's going to plant in your soul is desire desire longing desire now i'm not saying longing for something to come but desire to use that which you have to use to put it to work if you have not seen blind eyes open then there has to be the desire to see blind eyes open if you have not seen deaf ears unstopped then the desire to see deaf ears unstopped will drive you to fan to flames that which is already in you look it's already in you you receive the fullness of god at birth when you receive the holy ghost it's already there but you're not fanning it into flame you're not being filled you're not being continually filled all right is as a result of not having the right kind of desire so the apostles were not content with acts 2 and verse 4 they wanted more they wanted to see more happen and so they prayed and so they created the environment for staying field what is that environment environment number one is desire desire that drives you to pray now you know when you are praying you're fanning to flames the gift of god that is in you you're fanning to flames why is it that it's when people are praying that the gift of prophecy becomes comes alive you know the gift of 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 seeing and knowing is at work the gift of discernment is at work why is it when people are praying why is it more more um um pronounced in the time when people are praying you see because in that time when people are praying they are staring up they are fanning to flames they are staying full they are going on being filled with the spirits so yeah you receive the fullness of the spirit one time and that's all that's the reason why some people 
you minister the holy ghost to them they receive the baptism of the spirit but they never speak in tongues again it will look like they didn't receive anything it will look like they didn't receive anything so what is the environment it's the environment of desire praise god they they see the apostles understood the need to stay full they understood the need to keep on exercising their fullness hallelujah they they understood the need to keep on exercising their fullness so what is the environment for staying full is the environment of desire you create that environment where you are desirous praise god now let's look at another environment let's go back to ephesians chapter number five ephesians chapter number five ephesians chapter number five and verse 18 look at it it says and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves so the second environment all right for staying full is the environment of the word write it down number one desire number two the word the environment of god's word all right is very important so he says speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns so we see that the environment number three is worship spiritual songs you know worship singing worshipful singing you're creating an environment for fullness you're creating you're exercising your fullness as you worship the lord okay the another environment for staying full is thanksgiving giving thanks to the father thanksgiving praise god forevermore that's an environment for fullness praise god forevermore now i want to show you something so i'm coming back to the environment one i'm coming back to that environment i'll give you some more i want to show you a couple of things the bible says in john 1 and verse 12 let's just look at that john 1 in verse 12. look at what he says he says but as many as received him to them he gave the power to be the son of god so we see as many as received him to them he gave the power which means not everybody will receive him but so as many as received him he gave them the power now let's look at as another as many as received as many romans 8 and verse 14. let's look at, at another as many as as something okay romans 8 and verse 14. romans 8 and verse 14. look at what it says it says for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god again as many again as many meaning not everybody yields to the leading of the spirits now when he says they are the sons of god he's not saying the others who are not led by the spirit are not the sons of god like we have been told in sunday school that if you're not led by the spirit you're not the son of god no you are the son of god by birth you are the son of god because you're born again if you're not born again you're not the son of god obviously but if you're born again you are the son of god are you getting what i'm saying all right so you are the son of god but now when he says as many as are led by the spirit 
In other words, as many who stay filled with the Spirit, who are being filled, who continuously be, be filled with the Spirit, those who stay filled with the Spirit, they are the ones who will produce results as sons of God. That's what this scripture is saying. It is those who stay filled. It is, it is those who stay full. It is those who use their pleroma that will produce results that proves that they are sons of God. So, it, it means that not everybody will stay conscious, will stay exercising their fullness. But now the question is, do you want to join the gang of people who are not interested in staying full, in exercising their fullness, in using their fullness, in manifesting their fullness? The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit, there is as many as received Him. Not everybody will receive Him. As many as are led by the Spirit. In other words, as many as are actively participating in their fullness, actively, you know, releasing their fullness, actively, you know, exercising their fullness. This is what it means to be led by the Spirit. To be led by the Spirit is not some ephemeral idea. To be led by the Spirit is to actively engage your fullness, to actively, you know, exercise your fullness, to actively, you know, take advantage on your fullness, to actively depend on your fullness. These are the people who are led by the Spirit. In other words, you can have the Spirit and not agree to be led by Him. But as many as are led, not everybody will be led. But as many as are led, they are the sons of God. Now, remember what I said. That you are not being led does not mean you are not the son of God. Because if you're born again, you are the son of God. But when it says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. What he's saying is that these are the people who stay filled with the Spirit, who are being filled, who continuously remain filled who are constantly exercising their fullness, they are the ones who will produce results as sons. What it means is that others who are not being led by the Spirit will not produce result, results that is proof of their sonship. You see, there is result that is proof of your sonship. And there is result that doesn't produce any proof of sonship. For example, let me give you a good example. What are the results? When you have peace in your life, when you have prosperity in your life, when you have the word of God in your mouth, when you're a soul winner, are you getting what I'm saying? When you have the joy of the spirit of God, these are the results of being led by the spirit. When you have wisdom by the spirit, when you exercise wisdom by the spirit when you make decisions as led by the spirit when you have results like the kind of results that daniel had now let me tell you daniel is not a comparison to us because we have something greater than what daniel had but when by the spirit you're able to download templates from heaven these are results that are of god you remember the of god and kings results that are of god results that resemble who god is are you getting what I'm saying? So, as many as are led by the Spirit, as many who stay filled with the Spirit, they are the ones who will produce results as sons. Write that down. As those who stay filled with the Spirit, 
who's, who are being continually filled. They are the ones that will produce results as sons. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? I got to close, but I, I want to I share just a couple more minutes and then I'll be done. So we started from Ephesians 3.19 where that talks to you about being you, you have received the fullness of God. I told you that on Sunday. You are full of God. We now came to Ephesians 5 and verse 18. You can see the progression. All right. Do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled. Be being filled. Stay continually filled. Being continually filled. Exercising your fullness. That's how we stay full. That's how we stay full. And I've told you what the environment for staying filled is. I've told you number one is desire. Number two is the environment of the word of God. All right. Number three is an environment of worship. You create an environment of worship. Number four is an environment of thanksgiving. You create an environment of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Praise God. An environment of thanksgiving. Of course, number four is the environment of prayer. The environment of prayer. And then number five, the environment of joy. Let's go back to um, the book of Acts 13 and verse 52. Let me show you the environment of joy. Acts 13 and verse 52. This is how we stay full. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. You see, anytime people are exercising their fullness, anytime people are releasing their fullness, there's always the accompanying joy. That follows the exercise of your fullness. You can't be exercising your fullness. And not be full of joy. Just the same way you can't be walking out in the gym. And not be full of sweat. You, you, you see. If you're really walking out in the gym. There will be sweat all over your body. You'll be, there will be perspiration all over your body. In the same way. You cannot be exercising your fullness. And not have the accompanying joy. Joy always accompanies the exercise of our fullness. Whenever we are exercising our fullness, there is always joy. So how do you stay full? You spend time in the word of God. How do you stay full? You spend time in worshipful singing. How do you stay full? You spend time in thanksgiving. How do you stay full? You spend time rejoicing. How do you stay full? You spend time, hallelujah, rejoicing. You spend time in prayer. This is how we stay full. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Now let's look at Acts chapter number 6 and verse 3. Look at this. Acts chapter number 6 and verse 3. I got things to say to you. I will soon be done. But I got a few more things to say to you. It says, Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom ye may appoint over this business. This, we are now talking about leadership. We're now talking about ministry leadership. 
We're not talking about leadership. I'm telling you, and I'm telling you that this also goes not just in ministry leadership, but in business leadership, in developmental leadership, in nation building. It says appoint, meaning those who are exercising their fullness, select people who are practicing being full. These are the people who will not give you trouble. In a, in a church, select people who are practicing being full. In, 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 in a nation, the people who will not give you trouble are the people, the people who will not give the nation trouble, who won't steal the nation's money, who won't lie, who won't do all of those things, are people who are practicing being full. They are not just nominal Christians. They are not just regular guys. They are people who practice staying full. Look at what it says. It says, look out from among you seven men. All right, of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost. Now, this full of the Holy Ghost is not the fullness of the Holy Ghost as per the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This full of the Holy Ghost is people who are being full, who are staying full, who are exercising their fullness. So the people who are practicing their fullness are the people to select into leadership. They won't give you trouble. They won't give you issues. Why? Do you know why? Do you know why they will not give you troubles? The reason why they won't give you trouble is that they are constantly sitting under the influence of the Spirit of God. They are constantly sitting under the influence of the Spirit of God, which comes as a result of the Word of God. And they are allowing the Word of God to change them. So people who are practicing fullness, people who are being full, they, they can't have fullness and envy at the same time. They can't have fullness and jealousy, fullness and strife, fullness and malice, fullness and gossip, fullness and lying, fullness and all of that. They can't have it at the same time. Because the more they sit under the influence of the Spirit, the more that influence is removing those things. Those are your people. They won't give you stress. It says, select people and appoint them over things. Let me tell you what this means. This means that both in the church and in the, in the city, in the secular space, all right, the hope of the church and the hope of the sustenance of the church and the hope of the world is found in people who are staying full, who are yielding to their fullness, people who are exercising being full. Remember, they are the people who are led by the Spirit of God. They are exercising their fullness. So we stay full as we yield to the Spirit in singing and joy. Write that down. We stay full as we yield to the Spirit in singing and joy. We stay full as we respond to promptings to pray. Now let's go back. To what I was sharing just a few moments ago. And then I'll close. So I showed you how that there is an accompanying joy. That follows the exercise of your fullness. So. Ephesians 5 and verse 18. And then we're closing now. Let's go back to where we started. Ephesians chapter number 5. And verse 18. Let's go back to where we started. It says be not drunk drunk with wine wherein is excess but be being filled with the spirits remain full of the spirits stay full 
of the Holy Ghost. You have received fullness. Now stay full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full by creating the atmosphere, by creating the environment of desire. Stay full by staying in the word of God. Stay full by staying in worship. Stay full by staying in prayer. Stay full by staying in thanksgiving. Stay full by creating the atmosphere of joy around you. That's how you stay full, glory to God. Use, the activate, stay up, fan to flames the gift of God that is in you. Fan it to flames, glory to God. Don't stay idle. Don't stay idle. Day one, I do. Day two, I do. Day three, I do. Day four, I do. Day five, I do. They ask you, why are you idle? You say, well, I'm busy. That's why I'm idle. I'm busy. I have a busy schedule. I'm either busy working or I'm busy sleeping. I'm either busy working or I'm busy resting. I have a very busy schedule. That's why I'm busy. I'm busy. That's why I'm idle. No. Stay full. Stay full. Exercise yourself. You know, sometimes I wonder. People are in, in a service or they are in, you know, let's say you're, you're on your own. And you're worshipping. And you can't lift up your hands. You're not yielding. You're not yielding. Or, for example, you see, when you are, when to stay full, you have to be yielded. Or you are praying. You're, the only prayer you know is quiet prayer. Quiet prayer where you are muttering under your breath. And very soon you sleep off on your bed. God is not going to be angry with you. But let me tell you. You are not exercising your fullness. Now one of the greatest tragedies. That can ever happen to anybody. Is people who are full of God. Who have received the fullness of God. Still going through life and experiencing things that people who are not full are experiencing. Still entering the same confusions. Still entering the same quagmires. Still entering the same stresses. Still experiencing the same loss of peace, loss of joy, loss of gladness, loss of anything. Still experiencing the same evils that are touching everybody. Still getting into the same troubles. The Bible says the simple man walks on and gets into danger. Why? He's a simple man. Why do you want to live your life as the simple? As though you've not been fortified. You see, there's a difference between simple and fortification. You've been fortified with the Spirit of God. The fullness of God is at work in you. Use it. Use your fullness. Exercise your fullness. Hallelujah. Let's start with the, the environment of desire. Desire to see more souls being won. Desire to see more lives being healed. Desire to see more people being blessed. Desire to see more people being, being helped. So when we talk about cravings are met, like I told you, when we talk about cravings being met, don't just think about material things alone. Your car, your house, your, your, your exams, your career. Think about what the Spirit of God is going to bring into the environment through your life. Through your yielded life. The wisdom he's going to give to somebody. The healing somebody is going to receive. The salvation someone is going to receive. Why? Because you are yielded to the Spirit of God. Stay full. You have been filled. Now stay full. 
hallelujah you have received the fullness now exercise your fullness you have received the fullness of god now stay being filled hallelujah don't come under the influence of wine come under the influence of the spirit hallelujah under the influence of wine you're going to produce the wine-like results but there is a new wine glory to god there is a new wine of the spirit hallelujah that is going to help you to produce results that do not make sense to the natural man hallelujah you will rise on the wings of the spirit hallelujah this new wine glory to god this new fresh kind of wine glory to god is the type that you need to come under its influence consistently over and over again you exercise your fullness you exercise your fullness you release your fullness hallelujah you exercise your fullness glory to god glory to god hallelujah it's like having a loaded gun that is never fired no don't be like that don't be like that don't be docile don't be passive glory to god you're born of god you're born again you have the fullness of god you have received the spirit of god it's time to yield hallelujah and exercise your fullness so you create time to pray you create time to worship you create time to engage the communion of the holy ghost you stay full glory to god Pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Mataka baraba da katapila gasa. Jeda bra akta paraga da bahaya. Liko posh de lemani. Raga baraga da baraga da bahatia peleke temeneke tia piala ma osh de la kaya. Raga baraga da bia da kadebea teke piatona ma osh de la. Rikata baraga da baraga da bahaya. Sekata parapa teleke tia peleke temea sole pratiata. For some of you, as you pray in the spirit, your eyes are open and you begin to see glory to God. Your eyes are open. Your ears are open and you begin to hear hallelujah that confusion is gone hallelujah that depression is gone hallelujah that frustration is gone hallelujah that sadness that you've not been able to roll away is gone hallelujah that fear is gone oh hallelujah i am full of the of the spirit of god i stay full glory to god i stay full glory to god i stay full glory to god man Oh glory, hallelujah. So, so you see, sometimes you exercise your fullness as you pray. Sometimes you just spend time worshiping and ministering to the Lord. You're exercising your fullness. And as you do that, you just see the anoint the influence of the spirits upon you you begin to talk under that influence you begin to prophesy under that influence you begin to see visions under that influence let me tell you something write this down no man was born to live a normal life no man was born into this earth to live without being under an influence that's the reason why people are constantly looking for influences they're either looking for drugs or they are looking for alcohol or they are looking for 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 cocaine they all man always wants to be under an influence because nobody listen nobody was created you cannot live on on this planet without being under an influence but you got to choose the influence that you're going to be under and I'm telling you, there's something superior. It's being filled. 
with the spirit producing spirit effects in this world producing spirit-led results in this world glory to god listen that's the way the money is going to come that's the way the 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 opportunities are going to come that's the way the doors are going to open hallelujah that's the way your business is going to thrive that's the way your career is going to flourish that's the way your city is going to respond that's the way the industry is going to be taken that's the way culture is going to be influenced that's the way hallelujah your creativity is going to feel everywhere i stay full glory to god i stay full glory to god i stay full hallelujah i give time to prayer i give time to the word i give time to worshipful singing i exercise my fullness i find to flames i stir up that which is already in me it's already in me the abilities of god are already in me the manifestations of the spirit they are already in me signs and wonders and miracles they are already in me the money is already in me the money is already in me all the resources we need they are already in us and we stay yielded to the spirit we stay yielded to the spirit Rakataba rakataba our eyes are open and we see glory to God andragi stoka stala haya we stay full glory to God andrega de bele consila pa lengretika paya we pray out of our fullness glory to God andregonski raponshila haya every ability in our father is in me every ability glory to God I stay full, hallelujah. I'm not licking. Ramatengroski, Androskosa Bahaya, Andri Gabarapatabliata, Angri Tecoton Stelamani, Andri Tonemestelefeta, Anzotanamakotona, Anzonamakamana Shelepiatonda, Andri Gasaka Paragahaya. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Great miracle doors are open. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is speed granted to us. Hallelujah. There is speed granted to us. Oh, hallelujah. Things are happening faster and faster. Like a flash. Like a flash. Like a flash. We have come into the fulfillment of prophecy. We have come into the fulfillment of prophecy. Mange Sokredi Ragabanda Bashaya. Life is easy. Hungry suited la Oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. We do not experience the same defeats that the world is experiencing. We do not experience the same darkness, the same disillusionment that the world is experiencing. Glory to God. For greater, greater, greater is the fullness of God in us. Greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Greater. Woo! Greater. I'm putting in you strong desire, says the Spirit of the living God. I'm burning in you now strong desires, strong desires, strong desire for the presence that I have brought to you. Strong desire for the word, strong desire for the word, strong desire for worship. I'm burning that desire inside you right now, says the Spirit of the Living God. Desire that you cannot shake off. Desire that is so strong you cannot roll it away. Andras coseta acta base lamande. Andra ke me bere scuse avra ake. Mandra gis cosa aya. And as you yield to this desire, there will be ten years in one. You would experience the speed of ten years in one. As you yield to that desire, great and mighty manifestations will be born out of you. As you yield to that desire, the blind eyes will open, says God. The deaf ears will be unstopped, says God. As you respond to the desire of the Holy Ghost, under you're going to live life to the full, experiencing one level of victory to another. One level of victory to another. As you yield to that fullness, the manifestations will be too much. They will be too much. They will overflow. They will overflow until you do not have room enough. Until you do not have room enough. Says the Spirit of God. I have put in you my own desires. And as you are yielding to them, I am causing you to yield to them. And as you yield to them, there is a great outpouring. And you see results like never before. Says the Spirit of the living God. Yield. Yield. And yield again. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Lift up those hands wherever you are. Lift up those hands. That's one of the ways we stay yielded. We stay yielded to the Spirit. We don't just do our own thing. We let the Spirit of God influence us. Oh, hallelujah. We come under that influence and we prophesy. 
we say things that are too lofty for the ears of men we begin to speak things that are too lofty for the minds of men oh thank you precious holy ghost thank you precious holy ghost somebody with a pain in the finger like a muscle type of pain has just been healed by the spirit of god hallelujah that finger is healed by the spirit of the living god miracles are happening everywhere thank you precious holy ghost Oh, people's businesses are being revitalized. New life is being injected into people's careers. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. People's eh, 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 oh, far is overacting. People's careers are taking off. That's what I hear in my spirit as I said that. Take off. Things are taking off now. Projects are taking off. Yes. Projects are taking off. By the spirits, things are taking off. By the spirit of the living God. Oh, we honor you, precious Abba. Take off. Take off. Let the projects take off. Let the dreams take off. Let the visions take off. Let the desires take off. Let the things you want to see take off. Hallelujah. Let things take off by the Spirit. Take off. Take off. By the spirit, take off. By the spirit, let the growth plan take off. By the spirit, let things begin to grow. The takeoff has begun. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Ah, whew. the spirit of God is popping ideas into your heart. It's popping words into your heart. Some of you are hearing words. You are hearing things. You're hearing prophetic words. Some of you are taking prophetic leaps. By the Spirit, make sure you take down everything that the Spirit of God is telling you in this moment. Write it down. Hallelujah. Stay yielded. We stay yielded. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hellwebblueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.viewprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Viewprints Church and on Instagram at The Viewprints Church. Cheers.